Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I wanna tell you about a client I was working with about a year ago. This client was having a really hard time finding their idea candidates as they were trying to go through the hiring process on their own. When we were talking about their process and the steps they were taking their candidates through, there was one thing that stood out to me almost immediately that in my opinion was harming their process. And when I asked them about it, they said, but it's saving us so much time. With that, I responded back, but is it? Is it really saving you time? Because here we are talking and you haven't found your candidate yet, which means you're not speaking to the right people during your hiring process and you're spending time talking to the wrong people. And I almost guarantee this one step that you're adding to your process is making your idea candidate say, nope, this job's not for me. I don't want to work for this company. I am going elsewhere. So what was the one step that they were adding to their process that was potentially turning away their idea candidate? It was having candidates record themselves answering questions, recording themselves on video answering questions before an interview, a person-to-person interview, would ever be conducted. The purpose, as the client said to me, was to get the candidate to answer a few questions so they could quickly weed out people. And once again, I was working with this client because they weren't having any luck, but this was something they wanted to keep in their process. And I had to explain to them why this process doesn't work and why we needed to remove it. And I wanna share with you those reasons because if you are using this step in your process because it seems like a new techie way to weed out candidates, you're probably turning away your idea candidate and getting left with the people who are not quite a fit and probably doing kind of the spray and pray mentality to find a job instead of really trying to find the job that's a good fit for them. So why does the process not work in a business's favor when they want these one-way video interviews. But first, let me make sure you actually understand what I mean by these one-way video interviews. These are something that have popped up on a lot of job board platforms. And also there's a lot of separate tools that are not a part of a job board that are specifically designed to, to do this step in the process. And what it is, is you provide the candidate a list of questions and say, I want you to record yourself on video answering these questions. 
Um, Indeed, currently, you can have the candidate, I think, answer up to two questions. But some other platforms, you can ask a lot. And then once the candidate provides you their responses, you then review these responses when you're reviewing the resume to determine if you want to hire somebody. Here's why this doesn't work. And here's why a lot of good candidates say, no, thank you, and go elsewhere. You are asking the candidate to give you a lot of their time to answer these questions when you haven't even reviewed their resume yet, in most cases. You haven't even said, yes, I want to interview you. Now, some processes, you do review the inter- or you do review the resume first and then request them to do this process, but some systems have it set up where they're told to record their answers before you even reviewed their resume. So it's there as part of that initial review process. And with it, especially if you're using the process where they answer these questions before you've even said yes to their resume, you're asking a lot of people to take the time to record themselves where they're worried about lighting, they're worried about how they look on camera, when they might be someone that you would take two seconds looking at their resume and say, nope, and move on. So it's plain and simple, disrespectful of the candidate's time when you're asking so many people to do this before you've ever looked at anything about them to see if they're qualified for the position. Then if you go back to my client example, they were personally inviting the people to do this step of the process after they reviewed the resume. But one of the things that they said to me is the reason why we like it is if we schedule a phone screen, we're scheduling 30 minutes on our calendar, and then we feel like we have to spend the whole 30 minutes. When we do these these, uh, video interviews, I can watch 30 seconds of it and be done. I don't have to watch the whole 10, 15, 20 minutes of recording the candidate sent me. And I remember when my client said that to me and I was just like, do you not understand how rude and self-centered that comment is? You just asked somebody to spend time creating something for you, delivering something for you, and you are going to turn it off within 30 seconds because you've made up your mind. You said no to that candidate, but that candidate should be thankful that you said no because your process is self-centered as a business. And if your process, if your hiring process is self-centered as a business, what is it going to be like when they work for you? And that's why a lot of good candidates won't complete these steps of the process. They haven't even made up their mind yet on whether they truly want to work for you because you're still in the very, very early stages. And a lot of the great candidates that are getting a lot of job offers out there that you want are sitting there and saying, why should I spend all this time when I haven't even had a conversation with someone yet? So they're not viewing it as a way to move on in the process. They're viewing it as the company being too full of themselves to spend time with candidates. And that's not the impression you want to make. Another reason why these videos do not work is because you can't ask follow-up questions. 
you can't ask for clarification. So someone could answer a question based on how they interpret the question, and then you're not really getting what you want. And I know some people will sit there and say, but they should know that might mean that they don't really understand the topic and this and that. All it means is they come from a different point of view. They're not knowing what you want to uncover with that question. They're only understanding what you're asking based on how they interpret the words. This happens all the time in interviewing. So sometimes you need to redirect the candidate. Or what we do a lot of our questions is we we follow the process of don't lead the witness. So you're not always telling them exactly everything you want up front. You're asking a question, you're gathering information, and then you're prepared with follow-up questions to dig deeper or to narrow in on what you really want. When you lead the witness, so to say, and you tell them exactly what you want to know from the beginning, that's when they're more likely to pull out maybe that one example that doesn't really display who they are as a worker, or maybe that highly rehearsed example that's not really true instead of telling you open and honest things, things you can get dig deeper into, things you can ask another way, things you can ask follow-ups to confirm that the information they give you is, is real. So if you can't leverage the conversation in the way that it should be to really get a good answer, it's a waste of your time to ask these questions. I've even seen on some platforms where you don't even know what they're asking the candidate. Now, lately and some of the platforms, it's been a little bit more custom that I've seen, but sometimes they're very generic questions that I've seen. Um, things that are, like I even think on Indeed, it's it's standard questions sometimes. There's a drop down and now Indeed's changing their platform all the time. So it could look very different today than the last time I was going to set up a job last week. Uh, but it was a drop down of questions. Well, what's a drop down of questions going to get you? Is it anything specific about your role? Is it uncovering the right things that you need to know? When you get generic, when they're telling you what to ask and they know nothing about your position. It means you're not really learning much of anything. And now my last point here about why these interviews are not a good thing is the fact that it gives the opportunity for the candidate to fully rehearse. And I know this point is kind of controversial in a way because some people don't do well interviewing because they are highly nervous. And some people might actually do better speaking to themselves in a room than speaking to someone else on the phone or through a Zoom meeting. And they're going into a position where that level of communication is not really needed, right? I understand that. And I think sometimes we need to do things in our hiring processes to really measure people on the right things and give people an opportunity to adjust the process if they need to for their needs. But Candidates out there, a lot of candidates, practice, practice, practice for interviews. And they come into interviews with their highly rehearsed answers that tell you what they think you want to hear and not actually what you need to hear. And when you do these video interviews and they have an opportunity to see the question and they have an opportunity to really practice their answer, they have an opportunity to research answers 
it means you might not be getting an actual truthful answer that once again, they are writing down, they are rehearsing, they are doing everything to tell you what they think you want to hear and not their actual abilities. So yes, yeah, some people... A lot of people are going to go through these video interviews and they're going to answer honestly. They are not going to try to cheat the system, but you have people out there that are going to try to cheat the system. And if they're cheating the system to get into that face-to-face interview with you, it's a waste of your time. So one of the things I always like to say is don't make the candidate process really cumbersome just to save you time. Interviewing is a two-way street. And the candidate is learning whether they want to work for your company and just like you're learning if you want the candidate to work for your company. If you follow a process that turns the candidate off because they think you're self-centered as a business, they're most likely going to say, nope, and they're going to pull themselves out of the process. And it happens. Candidates are standing up for themselves. Candidates are saying, I deserve to be treated better by businesses. I deserve to be respected. And respect starts during the interview process. So show your candidates respect and don't expect them to be taking their time so you can save your time. Because yes, you are interviewing a bunch of candidates for your position, but guess what? That candidate is probably also interviewing for a bunch of positions. So make yourself stand out by treating candidates with respect during the process. Make sure every step is a step that provides value to both you and the candidate. And if there's any steps in your process that are one-sided, that are providing value to you and not the candidate, stop. Stop those steps. To wrap up today, I like giving this example, and I'll probably turn this example into a whole podcast episode in the future, but if you were dating, let's say you were set up on a blind date, you don't really know anything about that other person yet besides what the person who set you up with them said. So you show up and you're expecting to learn about the person on that date, and you're expecting for them to learn about you. But when you walk into that date, the first thing they say is, show me your wedding plans. You'd be like, wait, what? My wedding plans? This is our first date and it's a blind date. I don't know anything about you yet. And you'd think that they're a little crazy. Well, when you expect a candidate to jump through all these hoops for you and have everything figured out and be fully committed before you've given them any of your time, it's the same thing. So you wouldn't ask for someone's wedding plans on a first date. So stop asking candidates to spend all this time for you when you're not willing to give them time in return. The process, the interview process is not just about you learning whether you want to hire the candidate. It's about the candidate learning whether they want to work for you. So make sure every step of the process shows them what it's truly like to work for you. And if you're not sure on how to do this, let's talk. This is exactly what I work through with all my clients. When we go through my higher framework, 
we make sure that not only are you targeting the right person, that you know who it is that you need to hire, your process is then set up to attract those idea candidates to your hiring process and effectively narrow the candidate pool down to the person you want to hire in a way that teaches the candidate about you and your company at the same time that you're learning about them. It does it in a respectful way that leads you to your idea hire. So if you are ready to learn the right way to attract and identify your idea candidate, let's jump on a call. Go to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart, all one word, and let's get on a call and figure out how you can jumpstart your hiring process to attract your idea candidate and get them quickly producing work of value for your company. Once again, if you're ready, go on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart, all one word, and let's talk about your hiring needs. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.